0: Cindy and JC. It's going to be the best night of their lives. But tonight is also the night of the creeps. From a world unknown comes a nightmare unimagined. First, they are under you, around you.
1: And get into your mouth, and you walk around while they incubate, even if you're dead. Welcome to the podcast, I Wouldn't Die. I'm your host, Kevin. With me, as always, is Aaron. What, what? This week, we'll be discussing the horror science fiction classic, Night of the Creeps. Oh, one of a long line of slug-like Ooh. creature movies. This is true. Usually, I tell you who's in it, but frankly, uh... it's
0: pretty
1: not tony tom atkins oh wow tom exactly When (laughs) when he's the big star of the show you know you're in trouble yeah he Uh, is the star he's
0: carrying the weight of this beast on his back everybody else (laughs) did one more shitty movie and then i don't know drug overdose or became pas i don't know
1: they did something they went back to the factory i don't know what happened it's a sad situation
0: So. The same factory from ha- uh, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Season
1: of the Witch! Exactly. Tom Atkins yeah. is my patron saint, even though we sometimes call him Tony. Tony? Whatever. Old Tony Atkins. There you go. Uh, give Was us... that the same person who
0: invented the Atkins diet?
1: Same guy. <laughs> what his career fizzled out, he went on to do that. Where you just Very eat sad. butter
0: and meat. Yay!
1: That's all you need. (laughs) Any any nutritionist will tell you, butter and meat. That's all you need. (laughs) Um, Go ahead and give us your uh, 30-second summary of Night of the Creeps. And and while I
0: do this, I just want to tell you, I literally had to take a few more minutes to actually reread the synopsis because I blacked the entire freaking thing out. That's how compelling
1: this was. That's shocking and upsetting.
0: All right, so aliens get the crazy they try to stop they jettison something to earth uh it's the 1950s so of course people are necking there's a serial killer and like is that an asteroid we don't know smash cut (laughs) 50 years have passed. Now it's current time. And by current time, like the 80s. Early
1: 80s. It's like 30 years have passed. All right. Just to be clear.
0: It's clearly 80s. It smells like 80s. It looks like 80s. I mean, I can smell... The uh Ralph Lauren Polo coming through the airwaves just looking at this movie. It's so, a lot of pop collars. A lot of pop collars, not so many Ray-Bans. I don't think they had the budget for that. No, not at all. So now it's current times and everybody's hated groups, the Greek system, fraternities, sororities. So of course, uh we end up here and people are, you know. Doing what uh, college kids do. Yeah. We have the nerds who want to fit in. Hey, buddy. uh, If you guys can just go steal a corpse, we can, uh, you know, fast track you for membership for, I don't know, Chi Phi or what Delta Sigma Phi, whatever the hell your fraternity is. I felt a thigh. I felt. I think they tried to vilify. So anyway, as they go to steal a corpse, they like, mm, why? Why look for a corpse like a regular person? Why don't I break into some futuristic lab and try to steal someone in a hot, a clear hot water heater? As you may guess, altered states. Altered states. Things don't quite work out as planned. Uh, slugs burst out of people's heads, they crawl up into any orifice they can find, <laughs> Not you. Not
1: any orifice you can find, for God's sakes. <laughs> Sweet Jesus, ain't that kind of movie.
0: <laughs> I'm sure there is that movie if you check Pornhub, though. Pretty much. So, uh, anyway... They, they, The nerds have to figure out what's going on. One of the poor nerds with cerebral palsy. Yeah, it's got to be the CP kid who gets killed. And then they're... <laughs> anyway, I, I started to uh, go off on to something that I read, which I'm going to argue... We're going to save that for behind the scenes. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, they figure out by playing with matches, these things are highly flammable. So, you know... Yeah, they explode. Flames throwers shooting that entire fraternity in the head while sa- saving the virtuous uh, uh, sorority girls. Yep. <sighs> Whatever, the end. <laughs> the, the end. Aliens, the, and the aliens are circling the earth. I don't know. To come back, maybe they're infected with slugs. We don't know why. But apparently in in 2019, there was some biz buzz about doing a part two. But I don't remember that at the theater. I'm sure it was curtailed due to Corona.
1: Could be. Could be. Now, um, go ahead. Anything else? Is there anything else? There is so much more to talk about (laughs) here. Let me tell you.
0: Is every scene your favorite scene, Kevin? Every
1: scene. It's like pearls. Pearls. Right. This is the Citizen Kane of the alien slug zombie genre. So That's so they... funny.
0: I was just thinking about Citizen Kane yesterday, and for some reason, this did not pop to mind. This, this didn't jump immediately to the forefront of your brain? It did not. Or maybe it was the slug blocking it.
1: I don't know. Now, had you ever heard of this movie before? No. Never? Nothing? This is all... What year?
0: What year? Uh, Eighty six. Oh no I I I was a a sophisticated woman I was not seeing that of the creeps I was at art houses being fake european now I the only thing I could think of
1: because I, I obviously I remember this movie. There's no way I saw this in the theaters. I was way oh, too young.
0: You probably saw it on the the movie channel with it, a scrambled line down the middle.
1: I think it was like ABC Sunday Night at the Movies or something. I mean, the,
0: the Wonderful World of Disney. It
1: was the Wonderful World of Disney. I, it was something <laughs> like that. It was it was definitely an edited version. Um, because you're right, there's no way I saw this uh, in the theaters, though. But this definitely made an indelible impression on, on I mean, young Kevin. Let me tell you. It,
0: it is a slice of the 80s. I mean, people try to create movies that are supposed to take place in the 80s. You just need to look at this. This is the 80s. This is how we dress. This is what was going on. I remember, I mean, it, it,
1: this is real, real. This is basically, they're like, let's put all the horror movie tropes. You got escaped mental patient on the loose. Oh, yeah.
0: Before Scream, before Scream, you there got, was Night of the Creeps.
1: Before that, there was Night of the Creeps. You got the escaped mental patient with the axe. You got the aliens. You got, you got slime worms. Yes. And you have zombies. Take Both. all that and put it in Revenge of the Nerds. And that's what you got. That's what this good movie call, is. Good call. Good That's call. That's what this is because it is. It, there's the two main nerds uh, being bullied oh by God. the by and the fraternity And they're such guys. terrible
0: actors. They were just so terrible. They were both trying to be uh, Robert Downey Jr. There was too many eyebrow lifts and and they were trying to be a, a, a greater '80s actors. That's what kept popping to my mind.
1: We're going to talk about these ah. actors' illustrious ah. careers, but it's, it's absolutely true. They're The two nerds are grating. They are offensively <laughs> annoying. The one, oh. guy, the one guy, Chris, ostensibly the main character, you don't root for him. It's like if Ralph Macchio, you wanted the other guys to beat him up. Basically, it's what it, in Karate Kid. And That's he's basically clearly what
0: he a homosexual. <laughs>
1: Clearly, how,
0: tell, I mean, tell me the, more. No, I mean, there, everything about his behavior he, he its like he's acting like he's interested in this, in these girls, but his eyes are dead. So it's like <laughs> I don't understand what was going on.
1: Right, it's a very now, sad. No, I did
0: read some subtext that that his friend with a CP is actually supposed to be gay.
1: That wouldn't that, shock like, me. The,
0: like, there's this secret love but yeah
1: forbidden passion
0: forbidden passion so i'm gonna try to help my friend get laid i mean i don't know i, th- I thought they were reaching out there,
1: there was something going on there the kid with the leg braces uh basically again was like offensive like he <laughs> would like shout it hey toots yo honey shouldn't they? it was like okay easy dial it back Working it's like too hard. Like Danny
0: Devito with cerebral palsy. It, it was. A,
1: it's not a good combination. Let's just say that. So you're not. You're not rooting for these guys at all. And in some ways, no, you sympathize with the frat guys. They're horrible.
0: Yeah. This. The, quite frankly, the frat guys were less obnoxious.
1: Well, largely because there was there was like ten of them, but only one ever spoke. The other guys just kind of sta- stood there and stared at you you gotta pay people if they're gonna give them speaking lines sad but true uh (laughs) you ready to jump right in with some of our Highlights, quote-unquote. You start us <laughs> off. Well, how about that?
0: Now, let me let me say my thing, okay? Go for it. And I don't even know if it's a highlight or behind the scenes. Back in the
1: highlight. And, and, and
0: I'm slow on the uptake. Please. But I, I did notice that everybody had a horror last name. There was Symphony, yes. Cynthia Cronenberg. Yes. And, and the other chick's name was uh, Carpenter Hooper?
1: No, that was guy. that was J C. JC's name was John Carpenter Hooper. So JC. John
0: Carpenter and Toby Hooper's name. And then I later on I went in and looked at the whole list. Every there's a Sam Raimi, there's a Roger Corman, at least the last names.
1: Detective From- Cameron, yeah. Chris Romero, yeah. Detective Landis, Sergeant Raimi. Yeah. Uh I'm trying to think if there's any others. Those are the big ones. This
0: was Scream before Scream.
1: Yeah. It was. They were going for it. No so shame in their game. I can
0: at least appreciate that.
1: Well, again, it was meant to be kind of an homage, a pastiche, if you will. I want it to be a
0: pastiche. Instead, it gave me ennui. Wee <laughs>
1: <laughs> oui, oui. um there are a lot of wacky things. Okay, first of all, okay. Movie starts, there's like a spaceship floating through space. Running through the halls, there are naked alien babies oh my with, God. like, guns.
0: I was like, is this what happened to the Oompa Loompas? That's what the first thing that popped to mind? Is this Willy Wonka?
1: It was a dark turn. It was like, why can't they have clothes? Why is it they have to be— Literally, you see alien baby Buddha staring at you constantly because it's a scene where they're running, so it's a zoom in on ass. Alien ass staring at you.
0: Okay, upsetting. you ready? You ready? Lay it on, me. Lay it this on is my, me. This is my theory. Why aliens never have clothes on. Because they don't have original sin, because they have no shame, because uh, the missionaries never quite made it to outer space to tell you your body is, is disgusting and you should throw us a roppy over that. Well, but,
1: okay, well, granted. They're I, not, they're they're not saved, saved so I understand. It's,
0: so it's climate controlled. Why would they need clothes?
1: Clothes serve many purposes beyond simple modesty. In a spaceship? That's all I'm going to say. In, in a spaceship. A spaceship. In I a mean, spaceship.
0: I guess like you know, boobs and, and wieners can get caught up in machinery, but I mean, there's got to be some other ways to protect it.
1: Okay, <laughs> we didn't see any. We didn't see any baby alien genitalia, so there's that to be thankful for.
0: See, so then what's the point? If you don't uh, have dangly bits, what's going to get caught up? That's my theory. That's my theory. They don't have the gift of shame.
1: So these aliens <laughs> drop, like, I don't know, one of them gets possessed and drops one of the alien slugs uh, out, like, in a little box, a container, and it flops all the way to Earth.
0: Yeah, it looks like those things that that Costco used to have with the, the vacuum, you put it in the little tube and then it goes vacuumed
1: up into the manager's office. Pretty much, so, okay, Smash Cut, now it's 1957 or whatever. November 5th, 1955, I don't know what it was. Uh, and it's the same college town that we see in the entire movie, but it's black and white because it's back in the 50s, right? Um, so there's the scene where, like you said, they go up to the point, right? The, the young couple. And this kind of sets the stage for the entire movie, right? They're right. literally at the point just looking at the stars. Is that how people do at the point? Is that no, how it they works? They don't.
0: They go up there to have oral sex. That's what they do.
1: Pretty much. That's how it rolls. Now this is that's the- how you that's how you didn't get
0: pregnant in the nineteen fifties.
1: Pretty much. So this sets the, sto- the the tone for the entire movie because we meet young detective Cameron, her ex boyfriend. He's the cop at the at the car who basically tells her she needs to go home because there's an escaped mental patient on the loose. And this is your favorite scene? I'm I'm setting the stage for everything that's going on. Uh, My favorite scene was the naked baby bottoms, but this is also part of that. Because there's a scene. So they, like you said, there was an asteroid who flew overhead, right? And they abandoned uh, the point to go investigate, right? So he he pulls over by the side of the road, the, the boyfriend, the new boyfriend, goes into the woods to find it. He gets the slug shoots out of the container into his mouth. Okay. Meanwhile, uh, what's her name? Ex-girlfriend Pam is trying to conjole him to come back. And she says,
0: <laughs> if
1: you come back, we can go back to the point. I'll let you fondle my breasts. There were a couple of funny lines. In it that. was like, what is happening? Meanwhile,
0: but, and, she, and she's shouting, shouting that it. at the top of her lungs. Are, aren't they supposed to be a little bit more prudish in the 50s? Can you call mom and ask what it was uh, like She in needs a lot of snow. Well, it's also
1: because she's listening to the radio where it's like there's an scape mental patient who killed a bunch of orderlies with an axe. Be on the lookout. First of all. Yes.
0: No. No can not do. No. No, I'm putting I'm putting the roof up on the convertible, and I like how in all these movies everybody could afford a convertible, like a new convertible for just making out. Here, son, take my keys. Absolutely, that's how they do. That's how. They... No, no, I I'm rolling up the windows, and uh, I'm out ski. What once I hear about escape mental patients with axes, right?
1: So she gets killed. Okay, so she's dead. There's no funneling. Smash cut. Two years later, like you said, these two nerdy guys are trying to pledge a, 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 excuse me, a fraternity, right. and they're sent on a mission to like get a dead body and put the dead body yeah. on the rival uh, fraternity's doorstep because nothing says high jinks like corpses. I, I think this is like a serious crime.
0: I mean, this is like uh, this is not funny yeah, games. You, you can- you can't just be monkeying around. It's like, it, I believe it is a crime. Plus, I mean, things were a little bit more easy going in, in the 80s. You know, didn't you see Wolf of Wall Street? But you're not allowed to defile corpses a corpse are always, a, in the 80s. People get upset when there's corpse, when you drop corpses off at, at their houses.
1: Even in the 80s, you cannot defile a corpse. Even in the wild west of the eighties, no can do. So that <laughs> wait, it just seems like this is. Look, I did not join a fraternity, okay? So I don't know the the dark recesses of uh, fraternity pranks, but uh, you know,
0: I was in a sorority. Did you know you were?
1: Was it yeah. a lot of corpse play?
0: Well, you know what our problem was. We were always so concerned about we were little sisters of Kai Phi. And then they dissolved us because we were too powerful. So the national said we had, they had to get rid of us. So then we became a local sorority. And then, you know what? People want to be harassed. They always complain about how you had to have all these rules, you had to be respectful, no alcohol. So we were trying to be as nice and easy. And people wanted these frickin' initiations.
1: Right. It's fun
0: people want that they they were like what our first our first crowd was so disappointed so we, we found like a special effect tape of like sheep and then we had like shots of liquor but uh some of them were just water we have the liquor
1: sweet jesus i had no but, idea
0: that uh, there was all kinds of weird stuff and of course the men's the men's organizations were always more i mean the Greek system is still very misogynist. I mean, sororities, you couldn't have a liquor. If you had a sorority house, you had to have a mother to look over you. Right.
1: Men,
0: it was do whatever the
1: F you want. Well, wasn't it like free the, guy, the the fraternities could throw the parties and the sororities couldn't, right? That was part of it as well.
0: Because we, we couldn't have alcohol and right. stuff like that. But there were so many rules that the men, what the men were allowed to do. I mean, this is what caused us to get dissolved is because we would have, the, they would have, Kai fi would have parties and invite their sororities. Right. And then, but we couldn't invite the the other fraternity. I mean, and let's face it, we had two fraternities and, and two sororities right. on campus. It was Humboldt State, you know. It's, it's not big in the Greek system. It's very sad. So once we realized that they could have a party exclude us and invite the other people, then I think that was the beginning of the
1: end. That's a sad story. This this took a dark turn. Sad,
0: so sad, so sad. So
1: you talked about how so they agree to do it. Steal a corpse, grave robbing, essentially. They
0: did I did I just do You did I'm trying to get back on old, track. Tyrane t- 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 about the Greek system. But on the on the plus side of the Greek system is we were we were pretty easy going people. I'm still friends with with, with some of these folks. I very mean, cool. I mean, it, it depends on the culture of your campus. You know, this is freaking Humboldt State. How hoity patoity were we gonna get?
1: You Not know, very I mean? evidently.
0: Not very. And Delta C, they used to do this thing where they would take drinks out of like a. a a, what is it? A bowling shoe? Shoot the boot, they'd say. That was kind of
1: disgusting. I, I actively did not rush um, fraternities. I was in drama. So there you go. We had our own way of doing things. You know what I'm
0: saying? Yeah. Drama, theater people, uh, the, the marching band. <laughs> wait a minute. And wait and wait the a art minute. art people. You've got a bridge too far. <laughs> Oh no my friend you are not above the How marching band.
1: How dare you?
0: It's just freaks with it, <laughs> of a different nature man. So,
1: whatever. Whatever. Dude,
0: I almost had a roommate who was in marching band and I said, "You know you what? Go? Whatever my roommate's doing, uh I'm just going to keep her. She can just stay. I decided I don't want to change roommates." She and I looked at each other I'm like we can work this out. Yes, we can. Don't let us room with, with marching lumberjacks.
1: <laughs> this is a lovely story. It's too much. <laughs> Anywho, so the guys go... You're the
0: one who's supposed to direct I'm trying. In. Point Sweet. of order, point It's of like holding order. back the tide. Um, <laughs>
1: so they go to, I guess, the hospital. Is that right? To try, try to find the morgue. And they stumble into, like you said, like a futuristic cryogenics experiment it's hard they're, they're very sketchy on what the experiment is
0: I right, i want to talk about this scene because i'm not saying it's my favorite but it makes no goddamn sense
1: no it doesn't what's
0: going on here how did they capture this guy how did they know his brain's full of slop how did he get there
1: well did they know because anything we don't we don't know... He's
0: patient zero. Yes. We don't know anything nothing is explained. He's patient zero. The asteroid, things jumped in his brain. Yes. All right? And he didn't have a chance to even infect anyone no, else. he didn't. And immediately, uh, they invented cry- cry- cryogenics. They was, and now he's yes. frozen and forever just sat there. No explanation. They
1: would have had to have cryogenics invented... Back in 1958, for the sense, they would have had to found well, his body in the in the woods, take it immediately, immediately, immediately take, rush it to this lab, immediately throw it into the cryogenics tube, the altered states water heater. That's right, thirty years. Like they're looking at him, I guess. I mean, there's like dials and flashing lights and buttons. But they don't seem to be doing like he's been in the same state as he was for 30 years.
0: And, and they have some dude in there just watching him or something. Da-
1: David so what, Tamer, f- famous actor, played the the young scientist. Uh I don't know what the hell's going on. We don't know what we don't know if he knows there's a worm in his head. I don't think we know that.
0: Well, when did they freeze Walt Disney's brain?
1: I don't know the answer to that question. Damn what it. am I, his biographer? Because
0: maybe, maybe this is funded by the Walt Disney Corporation. Makes sense. They'll know. The other thing that bothered me is this dude, uh, the frozen popsicle, the 1950s yes. dude, is as hairy as a bear, except for they're shaving his chest. Was I don't recall that being a thing in the 80s. People were not shaving it up as, as far as well, I Well, the good
1: remember. thing is, is he still has his flat top from 1945, so that's good. In 30 years of uh, cryogenics' hair, perfect. No
0: change. Oh, my God. He must be flat. It's not even cryogenics. He's flash frozen. So nothing's going. Nothing's moving. He doesn't have the Howard Hughes fingernails or toenails or any of that.
1: (laughs) We can be thankful for that, at least. Um, (laughs) So the two nerds open up the machine, and the body falls out and, like, kind of grabs one of them. They run off. David Paymer, the scientist, walks in, sees the body. He's just kind of like, oh, that's confusing. How peculiar. Um, he gets grabbed by the body, and the body shoots the thing in his mouth now. So now there's two bodies.
0: They're so nasty. They're nasty. It's not as nasty as, what was that Joe Bob Briggs uh, one we watched that I keep blanking on? Brain damage. Oh, Jesus brain damage. Oh, Brain damage was far, far worse. And what was the other slug movie that we watched, that we actually reviewed. Slither!
1: Slither. Yes.
0: Another Kevin another classic. Another
1: Kevin classic. When I saw the ads for Slither, or Slither, not Slither. Slither is something That's else. Sharon Stone and Billy Baldwin. Uh, yes. Slither, I saw the ads in like 2006 or whatever. I literally thought it was Night of the Creeps 2. Similar. So, good times had by all.
0: Which one do you think is better? Which one do you think is better? This or that? I think
1: Slither is definitely funnier. That's what I would say. I would would say Slither is funnier. Um, This, I've said this before, there are certain movies in my oeuvre that I definitely say that nostalgia plays a key role in how much I like it for some reason. So...
0: Uh, I'm sure this is, you waited for mom and dad to go to bed, you crept into the TV and turned on the home box office yep. or whatever, the movie channel, and at, at 11 o'clock at night, in you, your youthful joy, uh, were, we're just loving this, eating Doritos and Coca-Cola all night Absolutely. long.
1: Absolutely. No question. It's like you read my diary or something. But <laughs> um, do you have any other highlights you want to share? I have a couple others I'm gonna toss in here.
0: No, I just have more. Like there was, there was some line. How about if I give you the line and you remind me what okay. scene this is from? Uh, I, what does it say? Okay, I have to read my well, hand. Good right luck. My, I'm, I'm going to play poo pedal with your nightstick. What does it say? <laughs> I'm gonna play. <laughs> Oh, my God. Detective Detective down, Cameron,
1: uh, who, is, who is the main yes. police officer.
0: Oh, so you know exactly what he I'm a,
1: saying. Basically, all the kind of wacky lines are his. Detective Ray Cameron, he was the young guy in the 50s whose girlfriend got murdered by the axe murderer, who's now kind of a grizzled, old, uh, hard-boiled uh, police detective who's on the case to find out where these two dead bodies or where one dead body came from because there's was, there's was supposed to be two but one got up and walked away so there right. you have it so
0: I'm gonna play poo Patty Cake with your yes knife that stick. was a
1: threat I think uh, to uh, another uh, police officer he was Detective Cameron was very unhappy with the quality of police work done by the other uh, police officers
0: all right so so. Detective yes. Cameron, because he could not possibly stand by any more copies of Dashiel Hammond novels. <laughs> he wants to be a noir yes. detective, so everything is just these vague talking to himself, kind of kind of one-liners yep. here, one-liners there. Uh but I, I didn't think it was no. that fun.
1: Well, <laughs> when when people call the house, he answers the phone with thrill me. When he shows up on like yeah. people are like, what the is that you, Detective Cameron? <laughs> no, it's Bozo the Clown. <laughs> all of his, yeah, it's it's classic.
0: It's somehow funnier when you say it to me. Than they need to hire
1: Bruce it. Valanche and have him do a pass over the script to get a few more jokes in there. That's all I'm saying. It's a sad, it's... I like the posters with the Striper because
0: cause like I haven't heard of that band since like uh, probably when this movie came out. You gotta out. love
1: Striper, the Christian Wasn't rock that... band whose big hit was...
0: The Christian rock to hell
1: with the devil.
0: I went to school with. The, I went to hell with the devil. I went to to college with like this dude who who rode that, ro- crew, and yeah, it was all striper. No cultures. one
1: likes striper.
0: He's like, you got to listen to the message.
1: I'm like, oh no, thanks. No, I don't. Thanks for nothing. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. uh-huh. Detective Cameron's big line in this movie is: "The good news is your dates are here. The bad." they're dead write it down baby so he's on the case pearls Pearls of wisdom for god's sakes um sweet jesus so you got the nerds you got like the aryan uh frat guy who's giving them the the business he's such a bad guy literally jc a kid with cerebral palsy mouths off and he kicks the crazy like leg uh, his uh, crutches out from under him knocks him to the ground in full view of that the bradster, bradster the, the bradster. bradster absolutely <laughs> his girlfriend with clearly bleached bleached blonde. blonde
0: hair cuz it's that nice yes. brass you know golden color and then obviously he has curly hair cuz it's clearly also tried to be blow dried and straightened as he wears a lot of clothes.
1: eyes on. A lot of eyes on. Look at us. He, um, I good remember stuff. that
0: man. I had this bitchin' eyes on sleeveless salmon color, and I popped that collar. You never want to bend that over because you don't want that crease in there. You always want that perfectly straight
1: burgundy, uh, polo shirt that he was rocking through most of this movie. Classy move all the way. Um, yeah, he's he is <laughs> he is ir- irredeemable. He is dating uh, the girl, Cynthia Cronenberg, that our hero, Chris, has kind of an uh, infatuation with, based upon seeing her across the room at one party, one time. Um, That's how it is. That's
0: what they call love at first sight. I'm, I'm, this is, yes,
1: clearly. <laughs> uh, so he knocks the kid over in front of a bunch of people. And you see, like, there's Brad's buddies... And then there's a bunch of other, like, random people there. At this point, Cynthia flips him off in that classic way where it's like you're cranking it up. Oh, yeah. Literally.
0: We got to bring that back. I'm going to use that in my classroom.
1: Literally, there's, like, an extra in the background who starts applauding. Yeah. You got him. It was like, what is happening? You got
0: it. You got to watch the scene again because it was so
1: bizarre where it's like, why is this woman? Okay. (laughs) Good times had by all. So... So it's established that after the axe murderer killed his girlfriend in the fifties, Detective Cameron hunted him down, murdered him, and buried the body behind the sorority house. Why would he bury? You're... Go ahead.
0: Because he's lazy. But you are coming up to one of my favorites?
1: He buried like behind the sorority house. There he there's the woods. We already established there's woods. Bury him in the woods.
0: You could have buried him right... Okay, but we missed the part where the dude with with the detective
1: kills the serial killer
0: and chops him all up.
1: Well, no. That's who's buried. No, he, doesn't, he doesn't chop. He just shoots him. He shoots him with a shotgun oh. and then buries him behind the sorority house. So he would have had to, what, put him in the
0: trunk, drive to campus, and then bury him by the sorority where, house. Versus... Yes bury him where they yes. killed him. Not to forest. mention
1: there'd have been 30 sorority girls watching him digging, digging a six foot ditch in their backyard. Like good luck. Nice mm-hmm. work detective. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad the door
0: mother's house who wouldn't have a separate house should be living in the, in the sorority house because her role is to monitor these women. So they're not uh, acting. hooray. <laughs> uh, I mean, it, it, it all just didn't.
1: Doesn't make, sense. make a whole hell of a lot of sense. But we're coming up now
0: to one of my favorite scenes. Please May jump I, in, I, sir. So we have cut the worms, or like loosen the basement. Yes. So the crazy house mother is sitting there watching Plan Nine Yes, from outer space on Yes. The TV. Oh my god, I love that movie, and. uh, all of a sudden, like, the floorboards are being kicked from, like, down yes. below. Yes, crunch, bang. She does not move an inch. No. She, her eyebrow goes up, her head slightly turns, and she remains seated. I don't know if she's on heroin <laughs> or what, but what would cause you to sit there and till finally someone bursts right. through? And what kind of force does a zombie have
1: when there are no more muscles? Makes no sense. It's like literally she had a good 10 minutes to walk out of the room. Oh, She sits there, bang, bang, bang. Not even a look of curiosity upon her face.
0: And why, why did they bury the, the, the psycho with their
1: ass? <laughs> These are all excellent questions. Do, have, we, have we established basically the black alien slug goes in your mouth, goes in your brain, lays eggs, and while this is going around, your dead body walks around like a zombie. And occasionally, you spit out slugs at other people, right, into their mouth. Boom, boom. And occasionally, your head explodes and a bunch of slugs fly everywhere.
0: And occasionally, you still have some clarity and sense about yourself. But another, like the CP dude... But now, other ninety nine percent of the time, he's out of it. But but for some reason, his, his dear great love yes. for his friend caused his brain to hold back the slug control long enough to write some crazy this, scrawls. This is important. Before his head this exploded. is important.
1: We're going to talk about this right now. So J C, the kid with the uh, with the crutches he in, in a horrible bathroom accident
0: do you refuse are you, do you deny my oh, look I'm
1: not a doctor you say he's got CP I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll buy in he he has a horrible bathroom experience <laughs> where he's crawling across the filthy floor of the bathroom and a slug goes in his mouth okay oh, that,
0: that was, was lovely uh,
1: later Chris comes home to find a scrawled note that says listen next to a little handhold handheld uh, tape recorder and he listens Tells a story. Uh, JC tells him about how the slugs go in your brain, they lay eggs, and hey, they turn you into zombies. He tells him the whole plot.
0: How does he know they turn them into zombies? Because once you're a zombie, you wouldn't know anything.
1: You wouldn't know what's going on. You wouldn't know they're laying (laughs) eggs. How would you know that? These are all important (laughs) questions. So he basically says, hey, Chris, I walked, man. I walk with a zombie slug in my brain now. I can walk, so I went down because he—he's the one who figured out if you light a match, the slug will literally jump into the match and turn to mush.
0: And how did he? How did he figure that out? He just ha- there just yes. happened to be matches there, and yes. he just happened to light it and just happened That's to correct. slide it over there. And why don't the slugs go under the stalls? I mean, I wouldn't want to crawl under the stalls of, of, of a college boy's uh, public restroom myself. But they One the point
1: though? they do because they go up JC's uh, cuff of his uh, jeans, and that's what causes JC to jump out and crawl oh, across was... the filthy floor. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, very that upsetting. Been upsetting to me. And um, he, he says, <laughs> "I I dragged
1: my corpse-like body down to the boiler room." to get rid of the slugs in my brain or whatever. So Chris goes down there, follows the trail and finds uh, JC's body kind of slumped over. And you see like, like slugs frying on the ground, like eggs essentially. And I just kept thinking, how hot is this GD boiler rooms floor? That it just, just the floor. He didn't stick his head in the furnace, right? <laughs> he just fell on the floor of the boiler room and the ground was so hot that it that it fried the slugs like eggs good times
0: there may have been a few
1: may have been there. to say the least any other highlights before <laughs> we move on to the next thing what is the name of the university kevin do they say it oh, oh i got it right in front of me corman
0: corman university Ch- champion uh, corman yes university. yes university the Chefs uh, the and chefs Roger Corman. At, and Roger Corman. And it's actually uh, USC and Cal State Northridge.
1: Just for your little... This is how they do it there, there, by the way. way. Oh, one, one more scene I wanted to talk about. There were so many people drinking Miller High Life in this movie. It was ridiculous.
0: Oh, was this... Were they getting paid? Was this the first case? Well, of at one point, Detective
1: Cameron shoots a couple zombies and says, it's Miller time. A total non sequitur that means nothing in this context, but yes, not not just Miller, not just Miller Lite, the High Life. They're high life men at the that fraternity. So good times had by all. Uh,
0: I used to drink the MGD. Uh, Originally, the M-G-D? it was just called
1: GD, but people found that offensive. Yeah, goddamn Give me a Miller GD Lite. No. <laughs> so there you have it. Uh, any okay behind the scenes? Mm-hmm. Any you want to share? I th- oh I I was
0: doing some research and Stan Ridgway did a song in this because you know, I don't you? remember it. It's called "Drive." She said I was listening to it. It's clearly a Stan Ridgway song, but somehow my visuals must have just burned my he- my ears out.
1: But now, do you remember? I wouldn't know Stan Ridgway if he stabbed me with a fork.
0: Shut your mouth! You don't know Stan? Rid- Come on! Wala I do know Wall
1: of Voodoo. Is he the lead singer? Oh, okay. Well, he is the
0: lead singer, and all his songs have that kind of a vibe to it. Plus, he did a song, uh, the main oh, song, a Rommel classic Fish. Matt
1: Dillon vehicle.
0: Uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. But, uh huh. Uh huh.
0: But as you should. You. <laughs> Anything else? You don't understand the genius I do not, of not Sadly. Randway. Damn it. And I closed the window. I was going
1: to force you to, to listen don't. to it on YouTube. All right. What you got for there me? There are many interesting me? things. You talked about how all the characters have names of famous horror directors. Carmen University, yes. etc., etc. This movie was directed by Fred Decker, who also wrote uh, the movie The Monster Squad, which came out a year or so later. Which
0: I have never heard of. I saw it in never the theater because it was
1: kind of a kid's movie. It was like the universal classic monsters invade a small town and only some middle schoolers can deal with it for some reason. Oh, yeah. Good times. They actually make references oh, yeah. to the Monster Squad. It's one of the words written inside the uh, the uh, lavatory uh, restroom wall. So there you have it. Um, Fred Decker's roommate at the time was Shane Black, who wrote Lethal Weapon. Which came out a year later. Oh, which, oh. should have hitched his wagon. I agree. On that, uh, Tom Atkins cart. also starred in Lethal Weapon.
0: Oh yeah, Tom Atkins is clearly the the, the big ticket. Is his name over the
1: markings? <laughs> no, <laughs> clearly not. Clearly not. <laughs> um, let's see. Detective Cameron says, "Thrill me five times." Lovely. Oh my god,
0: I I keep expecting to say. Detective Pikachu. I don't know what it is, but Tony Atkins. Not Detective Tony Atkins.
1: Detective, bring forth <laughs> Tom Atkins.
0: Tom Atkins. I keep expecting it to be Detective Sweet Pikachu.
1: Uh, <laughs> anyway. Good. What in the hell is going on here? Uh, okay, striper. <laughs> the reason why it says striper in the bathroom is because the makeup artist for this movie, uh Kyle Sweet was married to the Striper frontman, Michael Sweet. So there you go. This is very important.
0: Oh, because there was a Striper poster in one of the... It's the all Striper. Too.
1: It's all. It's a secret.
0: Well, there, there was another poster, and I was trying to figure out who the band is. It almost looked like the the producers. What's he got that I Don't ain't know got? It. You know that one? They did, also did the, hey, Lucy.
1: Uh, Weird Al it One. Never
0: mind. Um, <laughs> they they also did an "I Love Lucy" song, but but
1: but what uh, she got. That was um, this button. is Tom Atkins' favorite movie of his own. So there you go. Not and Tony Atkins has no opinion on it. evidently. <laughs> um, okay, let's go to the cast. This is going to be rough, Sledden. Are you ready? No, uh, oh man. Chris Romero is played by uh, Jason Lively. Who prior to this has been yeah. claimed to fame was he was the second Rusty in National Lampoon's European Vacation.
0: Oh my God, that is so such a it lesser it's, na- lampoon. It is. I didn't even see it. I couldn't it's even bring myself situation. to it.
1: He really he's kind of an unfortunate looking guy. Sadly, I'm not going to <laughs> get any deeper than that. He, uh, his sister <laughs> Robin Lively, you would know her from Teen Witch. If you ever saw that, Blake Blake Lively is his half-sister and much more successful sibling. So there you go. Good times. Uh, Tom Atkins played Ray Cameron, the detective. Obviously, he was Daniel Chalice in Halloween 3. He was uh, Nick Castle in Mm -hmm. The Fog. He was Michael Hunsaka in uh, Lethal Weapon. So there you go.
0: Oh, yeah. That was, his, that was where he thought he was on his way to Academy Award.
1: Steve Marshall played JC, and he is basically a day player on uh, uh, just regular TV shows. Like he was in one episode of 21 Jump Street. L- L- right. Law and Order, Homicide Live. Right. On the it's Jeez. a sad situation. Um, Cynthia Cronenberg was played by an actress named Jill Whitlow. Uh, her big claim to fame is she was the perfume sales girl in Weird Science. She has a scene where she says, hey, weren't you the guys who got beat up at the pep rally? After they say, uh, let's get uh, let's get three cents. Why don't you set yourself up with one? Uh, a girlfriend, a lover, <laughs> sex pot. That was her big scene. Uh, that's about it. <laughs> weird I science love Weird great. Science. I love World Science. It's a science. classic. Uh, that's about it, as far as it goes. It's Slim Pickens. I'm not going to lie to you. Oh. Yeah.
0: Like, as we said,
1: Tom yes.
0: Atkins... Tom Atkins. Uh, ...is clearly the star of
1: this he is. show.
0: What about the director? He did Monster Squad, RoboCop 3, and then... And, and that's and about then? it.
1: I can tell you that's... Yeah. RoboCop 3. He wrote The Predator, which came out in 2018. The latest... He wrote RoboCop 3, which was... Not a good RoboCop. I got to be honest with you. Um, a few other uh, random things. Nothing's inspired by an original story. House three. I don't know. Return of Godzilla. Rah, it's it's rah, it's rough sledding. He's living in a condo. You, you, you do what you got to do. Like you do what you got to do. Okay, ratings. <laughs> what is your rating? <sighs> I give it three
0: Mr. (laughs) Hankies, out of five for nostalgia. But if you are not alive in the 80s, I'm thinking this is going to be more of a
1: two slugs to the brain <laughs> <Two slugs> to... <laughs> now, why, now why mr hankies he's the christmas poo for god's sake
0: he is and at the beginning when they were shooting out i was like they look like little mr
1: hankies uh, they do actually now that you mention it i give it i give it eight slugs See? out of ten i think this is a classic it's it's not offensive except to your to except your to the, your the most discerning
0: to your intelligence, to your critical Basically. thinking, so, uh, it got seventy-four percent on
1: Rotten Tomatoes, so not too bad, not too bad.
0: So that's a C if you were. Yeah, in the audience score gave C. it seventy
1: percent, which is not that's not a good situation. Mm-hmm. Any last thoughts? Mm-hmm. You My last it?
0: thought for this fine cinematic adventure would be. I would rec- recommend it uh, if you live through the 80s just so you can see the little, oh, remember that, remember that. Would I recommend it to someone, anyone else?
1: <laughs> that, that's, that's a very uh, thin uh, line there. When I Only somebody who happened to see it's movies a such as this, I would recommend it. I enjoy it. I mean, it's got zombies, but it's really not that gory by any stretch of the imagination i'm blu-ray. sure you
0: own this Tell blu-ray me
1: and uh i stream oh it on my god. all the time it's a classic oh my god i had i had to pay real human money if to rent you this. are kind of a joe bob briggs kind of person i would recommend this movie if you're like right
0: i would say this is definitely a joe bob uh, like if you're a, in college and perhaps a guy or something and you've been imbibing in, in different spirits or, or certain things and and you clearly have no woman, so you're sitting with other guys. You know guys, what? I have to tell you something. I forgot
1: for a very crucially important cast member. The Bradster. Oh, no. The Bradster. Is it the zombie
0: cast? You know, oh.
1: The Bradster yes, was us. most famous for playing Bubba on Mama's Family from in 1986 to uh, 1990. He was Bubba. So if you liked, go back and check it out. Oh my. I, I'm trying
0: to, like, get my brain to visualize this because, of course, I'm thinking yep. of Vicki Lawrence and that's where it stops. I mean, I remember uh, Carol Burnett from when she, before it was a, a spell. Bubba, but... go check. If you watched Good Mama's Lord. Family
1: like I did, you know who Bubba is. Also, there's another like weird cameo that she only pops up in one scene. Her Suzanne Snyder plays Lisa. You'd remember her from Also Weird Science. She was Okay, remember there were the two uh, okay. uh, the two girlfriends. The girlfriend, the the blonde. Blonde, Remember, was in uh, Friday the Thirteenth, the final chapter. This is the blonde. The blonde. She's in one scene where she answers Uh... the door for the zombified Bradster. Brad, Brad's here, Cynthia. I knew she looks You never so see her familiar. in any other scene. She appears like
0: she and that other girl were yes. were the the Robert Downey the other Jr. Dude. and whoever the hell yes. the other guys were girlfriends. Yep. I I have perfect one scene. Right now.
1: It's perfect it's so clarity. bizarre. You never see her again like Good you call. see the one chick with her cat reading books 15 times in the sorority house. The uh, this girl pops in once right. to answer the door and, that, and then you never see her again very sad so yes, there you I'm have the best, it I'm go to our page on Bang. facebook at the podcast that wouldn't die go to our page on twitter at tpodcast tw die email us at the podcast that wouldn't die at gmail we're on spotify apple podcast google podcast etc cetera, etc cetera. and aaron you are also on twitter i understand
0: the cult of so aaron. check out the cult and aaron you also have something to plug right Art? Ah, put a little Google at the BMOA Art Mix, the Bakersfield uh, Museum of Art. I have uh, a collage and a couple photographs. I also have three photographs over at the, I don't know what it's called, the Cambria Art something or other. Go check it out. Send me some money. Buy my art. that sounds good so there you
1: have it so thank you for joining us and be well rock on brother bears